This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. It's Ken Paxton. Ken, how are you? Hey, I am so happy to be back, Joe, and happy to be back on your show. Uh, You know, when I heard about the impeachment, it really bothered me because I've had you on the show a million times. Ken, I'll be honest with you. You you and I are friendly, but I don't don't think we've ever even met in person. Um, But I've had you on the show a million times, and you sue the heck out of Biden for violating the Constitution. You stand up for the people of Texas. I don't know anything about your personal life. I just don't. And I don't think you know anything about mine other than I've got, you know, kids and, and so on. Um, the idea that we somehow had to personally attack you and then turn that into a professional attack and then take you out of the mix, the guy that I feel was fighting so hard for Texans, it blows my mind that we've got a Republican legislature that did this. Now, I just laid a lot out there. It, it just, if you don't mind, and I saw the Tucker interview, which was great, um, just, just give me your thoughts. When you heard that you were well, being impeached, what goes through your head? I'm shocked because, remember, they did this all in secret. They didn't do it in public. It wasn't transparent to the public because they wanted to pressure their state reps to vote for it without really knowing what they were voting for, and they didn't want the people to know about it. Dave Phelan was pushed by the Democrats in the House because he's elected by them, even though it seems like the Republicans are in charge because the 65 Democrats block vote. 65 of the 76 votes come from those Democrats. Wow. And so they negotiated with him, and this is what they got. They got an impeachment of me because the Biden administration was tired of getting sued. Uh, we'd, I think, sued him 48 times before I left, and we're about to start back. But that's why it happened. And then, of course, you throw in the Bush factor, Karl Rove, George P. George P. Bush, and Texans for Lawsuit Reform, all involved in this. And by the way, that's Dick Weekly and Dick Travolsi who helped push this through and helped you know, Carl Rove and Rick Perry write editorials slamming me. What's interesting, and it's uh, it's Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the Great State of Texas, was acquitted on that impeachment uh, in that impeachment trial. Those around the country might not know this, but our legislature is made up of Republicans. The Senate very strong conservative, the House not so much, and we knew that there were chinks in the armor early on because they started giving the Speaker started giving chairmanships to Democrats in the House of Representatives that's run by Republicans. Democrats would never, ever, ever, never give a chairmanship to a Republican, not in the U.S. House, not in the Texas House, not anywhere. But for some reason, these weak-kneed Republicans want to kiss up to the Democrats. Is it your feeling that they they have an R under their name, but they're really not? It's my feeling that the the Democrats control the the, the, the House because they control which Republican becomes Speaker. 
And then once they, because they deliver 65 of the 76 votes he needs, then he needs only 10 Republican votes to win. So whatever Republican will get him, give uh, the, the speaker, whatever Republican will give the Democrats the best deal, that's who gets elected because the Republicans aren't smart enough to figure out that they have more votes than the Democrats. Wow. They don't stick together and we lose. And that we lose over and over. We've been losing for over a decade. And hopefully the voters can see that after seeing what happened to me. It wasn't lost on me that just days before you know, the impeachment was announced, we all saw this video of Dade Phelan, who was the Speaker of the House, um, who, by the way, I didn't just take it as he was inebriated because I, I'd never heard him speak before. So I see this video where he's actually holding the gavel and running things in the House, and he can't get a word out right, and he's talking slurry, and he's just... The sentences didn't make any sense, and his body language was weird. So, Ken, what I did, because I want to do my due diligence, I went back and looked up videos of Dave Phelan speaking. And this guy doesn't speak like that at all. He was clearly, there was something going on with him. Has he ever explained why he looked like that? And you called him out. I called him out. Anybody who's a, a big voice and a big name in Texas, and there are several talk show hosts that come out of here, we all called the guy out. And there was, as far as I could tell, there wasn't a good excuse. And you, as the attorney general, said he should step down. Was there, has there ever been given a reason that you can understand, that my audience can understand, as to why he acted like that on the House floor that day? No, I called for an investigation. Of course, the House, instead of doing that, investigated me and, th- and threw me out. Uh, they could have easily done an investigation. They should, as responsible elected officials. There's no doubt. Everybody knows he was drunk. It's, it's, I mean, you, you're right. You can go back and look at other videos. Yeah. There, you can even see other videos where he's drunk. This isn't the first time. This just happened to be an extreme case of him being drunk. And in my opinion, he should not be Speaker of the House and allowed to lead the, the Texas House and be in that condition. He should be investigated by the House. He should be removed if it's true, which it, I, it looks like it's true. Yeah. But they should at least do their due diligence and find out if this guy is operating uh, drunk on the House floor. Were they going to impeach you anyway, or was your call for an investigation the final straw? Well, they claim they were investigating secretly, but I didn't know about it. I, I assume they sped it up once I said that. Yeah, I would <laughs> so imagine. They, yeah, but they didn't tell me. So I, I did not know about the impeachment until literally three days before. It's crazy. It's uh, Ken Paxton. He's the attorney general of the great state of Texas. Was impeached. He was acquitted. He won in the impeachment trial. Uh, I've got to add, let me just put it on the record, Ken. Um, did you do anything illegal in in the office Absolutely. of attorney general? Absolutely not. And you'll you'll look at the trial. They never produced any evidence. They didn't produce any evidence. They even said they didn't have any evidence when they went to the FBI. They did this to take me out. And when they went to the FBI, all if they had really cared about me in this office, if they cared about doing the right thing, they would have talked to me about this. They never told me that came out in trial. They went to the FBI with no evidence so they could protect their jobs while trying to hope that the FBI, who I was investigating, would turn it around on me and get me out of there so that they could stay safe and do what they wanted to do. As I'm watching the trial, one of the people that was alleging that you did something wrong was asked directly by your attorneys, when you went to the FBI, did you have any evidence? And he hemmed and hawed, and it took 10 minutes for him to get it out, but the answer was no. So how exactly is it that somebody who either works with or near the attorney general's office wants an investigation to happen, wants to make allegations, but has zero evidence? Ken, I'm confused. At least a little bit of evidence has to be there to, to even start the process, no? No. They went there because, remember, the FBI, I was investigating the FBI and the Department of Justice for corruption. Right. 
and and so they they wanted to turn the tables on me. They were hoping to have something, so they didn't care if there was evidence. All they needed was an excuse to start investigating me, which they've done now for three years, trying to find some way to get a liberal grand jury somewhere to indict me. And that's that was the plan. When that didn't happen, I got sued civilly. They tried to win the election, and this was their fourth shot at me, which was let's just go say we have a good faith belief. We don't have to have evidence. It'll protect us. We can, and then he can't do anything in the office. We'll control the office because if he tries to stop us, we'll say we'll say we're being retaliated against, and we'll control his office, and we won't do anything. Yes, that's exactly what they did. The freedoms and liberties of Texans and everybody in this country are under attack by the Biden administration. Why exactly would a Republican-run House and Senate in Texas and the governor's office in Texas sit back and allow for you to be removed, not able to do your job whatsoever for four months? I don't understand. Look, the, the House is the one that was responsible for doing this, and that, that's that's what happened. They had a deal with, I am convinced, they had a deal with the Biden administration to, to do this because the Democrats in the House had talked to the Biden administration. They couldn't get me out any other way. I'd caused them a lot of trouble with all our lawsuits. Yeah. And so Dave Phelan's like, he doesn't care. He has no interest in protecting the state. He has an interest in protecting his power. And that's exactly what Dave Phelan does every day. And until we remove him, we're going to continue to have problems with our border. We're going to continue to have problems with all kinds of things, including uh, voter fraud, which I tried to get him to pass something that would fix the voter fraud problem that the Court of Criminal Appeals messed up, and he wouldn't do it because he said we didn't have time to deal with voter fraud issues. That wow. was directly from Dave Phelan's leadership team. It's we don't Paxton. have time. It's Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, not having time to make sure that elections are free and fair and that my franchise is protected is pretty sick. The guy does not – he should not be holding the gavel. I don't think he should be in the House of Representatives at all. Dan Patrick stepped up, of course, the, the Senate leader or the lieutenant governor uh, who oversees the Senate. He stepped up, and his, his speech afterwards was very, very direct. We have to find out how this happened. I want a full investigation into why it happened, and, and, and we can never, ever have this happen in our, in our state again unless there are real allegations of real law-breaking which wasn't here. They didn't have any of that. Having having said all of that, though, let me go back to you being out of the job for four months or, or so. Is that part of the deal? If you get impeached, that's it? You're automatically out of the office? Yeah, and I think that's wrong. They had shouldn't, proven you be, nothing, shouldn't you be convicted of something? That's the way it works federally, and I think it works in most states. You have to actually show some wrongdoing. If the House never presented any evidence, no testimony. Everything was done secretly, and not only did I get kicked out in three days, with no review of the evidence and no chance to cross-examine a single witness. We didn't even know who the witnesses were. But then Glenn Hager illegally, the comptroller, cuts off my salary knowing that I would have to go to an Austin court where it would be very difficult to win. So he just cuts my salary off, and he still hasn't started paying me. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you, you were exonerated, so you're not guilty of anything they charged. It should all be retroactive. You should get paid, right? Yeah, but he's, not, he's fighting us right now. He said, no, we're not, I, I'm not going to pay you. What case is he making? Sure. He has no case. He's he's using some arbitrary uh, uh, government code, which is not doesn't apply to me. So he is absolutely Glenn Hager is absolutely not following Texas law. He's wrong. And he's doing this for some other reason that, than that he wants to follow law. I don't know why he's doing it. I'd love for him to come on your show and explain to, explain to the voters. Now, I do know that his communications director has been not telling the truth about what what the law is. But we can present to you sometime what the actual law is yeah. and why he should have been paying me. But, you know, they were just trying to take me out of everything. No staff, no ability to go to the media. Cause I had no money because I'd spent all my money on my campaign. Yeah. I had no lawyers. And I, I had, you know, they had already done their, their, their subpoenas and all their research secretly for like three or four months. When I, when they kicked me out of office, I was sitting there with literally nothing. Amazing. 
It, is it shouldn't be that way. No, of course not. I mean, it, it, when President Trump was impeached, of course he was still the president the entire time. The idea that you can't do your job, that you were elected to, we elected you. They didn't select you. We elected you, and, and you should be doing the job uh, until otherwise proven guilty, which you weren't. It's Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. I want to go back to something you alluded to a minute ago. Um, I was contacted by a guy who was prosecuted by Johnny Sutton a long time ago illegally. He was pardoned later. Um, and he said, you do know who one of the lawyers is, right? I said, no, who? He said, Johnny Sutton. I said, the former U.S. attorney for George W. Bush, Johnny Sutton? He said, yes. So you have somebody from the Bush gang. I don't know if Bush is involved, but I'm going to make the connections here a little bit, and I want you to comment on it. George P. Bush, the son of Jeb, ran against you. I like George. Had him on a couple of times. He lost. You beat him. Uh, the, the voters in the state said that you were the guy. I voted for you. So I had him on a couple of times. Fine. Carl Rove is in that mix. He's out there writing op-eds about how horrible you are. You've got Johnny Sutton, a former U.S. attorney for George W. Bush, who's involved trying to get you out of the job that George W. Bush's nephew wanted. I mean, Ken, it's all very interconnected here, isn't it? I mean, again, I'm not making any There's allegations. No what I just said is true, though, everything I just said. It is absolutely true. Carl Rove is definitely involved. He's been getting emails, uh, giving him information from Texas for lawsuit reform, which funded all the House members that voted against me, also funded the race against me. That's Dick Travolsi and Dick Weekly. And then on top of that, George P. Bush applies for his law license after not having it for 10 years on October 1st, the very date that I get this text message from my staff saying that I violated the law. Now, this was not wow. public, but somehow, guess who knows, George P. Bush applies for his license. I don't even know about it. He's applying for his license before I even know. And then Johnny Sutton, who's in the middle of this whole thing, George W. Bush lawyer, represents, I think, almost all the whistleblowers. He, and he apparently has done it for three years. They don't even have a fee agreement. No one's ever paid a dime. Nobody's paid they him. Don't even know. Ken, nobody's paid this guy who is a Bush anista. He's somebody who's in that clan, and he's for all, all this time doesn't want a dime. I've never met a lawyer, I don't know if you have, who doesn't want to get paid. Never. Not, look, I can, I can understand maybe it took him a little while to work out some type of fee arrangement, but I don't know a single lawyer that sits on the sideline with no fee agreement, with no, they don't even, when they were asked to understand, do you, do you even know what you, he's billing you? And they said, no, we have no, no idea. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. So, so what, what happens now? You're back in, in the job. While you were out, it's not lost on me that we had the largest influx of illegal aliens in this country, in this state, in the month of August this year, than we've ever seen before. That's not lost on me that you were not able to do anything about it. Now that you're back in, let's, let's look to the future. And I appreciate you clearing up a lot of uh, that stuff just now. And thank you for going on the record about how you did nothing wrong. So what do you do now? You got 10,000 in 24-hour period going into Little Eagle Pass, Texas, which is 29,000 you know, population. What exactly can you do other than suing Biden? It's my belief that our state can do something and make Biden sue us. So what do you do now? You've got to stop the flow. People feel like they're, they're not safe anymore. Look, I've, I've been there like a week. And unfortunately, for the last four months, a lot of my people left having to rebuild my office. Right. But we are definitely looking at how, because I think the key to this is that, and you and I have talked about this before, U.S. v. Arizona, we need to find a way to defy the government start passing our own laws, start enforcing our own laws, and take that back up and say, look, this is not right. There's no way that we should be required to sit on the sideline while our, while our state is being harmed like the Biden administration is harming our state. That cannot be the law. The Biden administration keeps alleging that Republicans just won't come to terms and do a deal. Ken, the, the, the deal that they wanted from Republicans nationally was amnesty for everybody who was already here. Republicans rightfully so said no. But instead of doing something to at least keep the, the, the Trump uh, provisions in place, they're, they've allowed seven to eight million people come in, and most of them are here in Texas. Ken, they're walking around Eagle Pass and Del Rio and, and El Paso and Brownsville. They're just walking the streets. They're not even going to a shelter. They're just walking around, don't speak the language. They're just here. What can, can we do anything by law of this state 
to turn this around? If, if right now, if if we don't overturn that case, what the, what that case said was states cannot enforce their own laws on immigration. Now we can, if they commit some other crime, like, you know, they kill somebody or they steal something, we can certainly enforce state law. But what that case said was no state can pass their own laws related to immigration, that it's completely a federal issue. Everything else is preempted. And, so that's, and that's the SB 1070 case out of, out of Arizona. And we don't have a whole lot of time, but but I want to ask you this. Do, is it your belief like it is mine that Governor Abbott can today send down the Texas National Guard, who allegedly is there already, and have their guns at the ready and tell people, if you come in, we're going to make sure that we physically stop you? If they're not here yet, can't we stop them before they step a toe in? So here's the question, and this is one that's very difficult to answer. If law enforcement ends up shooting people for coming across the border, it's not clear to me that the feds will not try to prosecute our law enforcement wow. guys for, for a crime. And that's what we, we put our guys in a really bad spot because the feds would then try to prosecute them. And so that's why it's so difficult for us to, to actually use any type of force because now we're, we're exposing our own law enforcement guys to some type of prosecution. That's the risk. It's stunning. Well, hope, hopefully we can take action and force Biden to sue us instead of us suing Biden, because as you told me last time, they'll change two words and then keep on doing it. Then you've got to re-sue again because it's allegedly a new policy. When it's not, it's the same old, same old. And what we've got now is 250,000 plus every month coming into our into our country, most of them into Texas. Ken, congratulations on, on being exonerated and, and being acquitted. I'm sorry that you had to go through all that. Hey. I'm sorry for the state of Texas. I'll be honest with you. Well, hey, look, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to being back on a lot more now that we're done with this because I've got a lot to do. Well, you do have a lot to do, and I'm glad that you're back in the office. Let us know when you're ready to come back on. We'll talk about policy stuff, the, the suits against Biden. I wanted to make sure that we talk specifically about the impeachment today, and I appreciate you making time. Thanks, Joe. All right, brother. We'll talk soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate Ken Paxton coming on, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. He's got to get back to work and start suing the Biden administration again. We've got to get some of these cases to the Supreme Court to fix that border issue and a whole lot more that's going on as far as taking away our freedoms, liberties, and our constitutional rights. So uh, really glad that he was on. If you missed any part of that, I'll post it tonight on Rumble. There'll be links all over the place. Make sure you follow me on social media. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. The official transcript does do what I thought it would do. They cross out the word black and they put in the word Hispanic in the official transcript of what Joe Biden said today in front of the Hispanic uh, Congressional Caucus. Keep it here. Much more to come. This is the Joe Pags Show.